how come I don't get like approached in public? Right. And you're like, I wish I was someone that got approached in public or met people organically more that then I went on a date with as yeah. opposed to a dating app. Right. Uh, but then in that scenario, while it's happening, I'm like, actually, I don't want this man who's so <laughs> confident to come strolling over here. So regardless of me staring that like suddenly I'm like, no, I want I want that guy in the corner that looks afraid to talk to women. Now I want him. I don't want this one anymore. I want the scared cat in the corner. That's who I want. That's who I want to date. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, but with my new co-host, Erica Spera. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. Very excited to be here. This, I'm excited to have you. This is our very first episode. We've recorded together previously for things that have not released yet. Yes, yes, yes. But And obviously, you've been on the pod, and I've been on yours, but I, I'm nervous. Are you? Is yeah. it partly because we're in person, too? I think so. You're, like, You're staring just- at me. <laughs> You're used to just talking to a computer screen. Yes. And uh, I also keep like glancing over at my notes. Like, I guess I can actually have my notes in front of me. You can. You're fine. Yeah. You're comfortable. Don't worry. I'm scared. Whatever you need. <laughs> Whatever you need, buddy. I'll move this right here. Thank you. There you go. I don't know how to do it. I don't, like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm awkward. Yeah. Sounds like you forgot to take your CBD today. I, you know what? What a transition. <laughs> Such a pro. Um, And I did, actually. Yeah. That's a very, it's a very good call. Um, it's actually so just amazing that you are now the, for a myriad of reasons that you are now my new co-host, but you introduced Rourke and I, Rourke and me to Sunset Lake. I did. Yeah. They sponsored, uh, my other podcast first and, uh, I love their company. They're amazing. I love everything about them. Customer service, products, everything. Yeah. They're, Good. they're incredible. I mean, the listeners hear us go on and on and on about them and you introduced us to them. Mm-hmm. I did forget to take it today, <laughs> which is why I'm, like, I'm a little jittery. But I did use the pet CBD for my move. Oh, it was brilliant. I mean, they were still panicked and terrified, but like it would have been a lot worse because I've moved with them before without. Well, you the got CBD. cats, especially putting the cats in the bag is the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, I had to do I had to get my calculator out to do the mm. dosage calculations, but um it turned out great. We were all very calm. Well, as calm as they can be. They're not calm individuals. Yeah. But it helped. It did help. It, it did always help. helps. Yes. Yeah. Um and everybody should if you haven't tried Sunset Lake yet, first of all, where have you been? Um, but second of all, you can use our code FMH20 and get 20% off. And I am actually gonna get it as gifts for a lot of people, I think. Great gift idea. Yeah. Really great gift idea. Especially New Year's comes, everybody's getting back in the gym. And I recently got into their Arnica cream to help sore my muscles. Oh, that's incredible. I, I've been someone that has worked out for years, but really since playing college basketball, have not lifted specifically. Mm-hmm. And once I got back into lifting, I was like, oh, I forgot what it felt like to be this sore. Yeah. And that cream is a godsend. The cream is amazing. I love it. Yeah. So that's a great. Maybe I'll get it for my mom for Christmas. She doesn't listen, so she won't know. <laughs> she, it's a running joke that my mom does not listen to the pod. <laughs> um, so yeah, sunsetlakecbd.com. Code is FMH20. Get in there. Get after it. And you can use it multiple times. Yes. Don't yeah. be afraid to go back. Use it again. FMH20. 20% not off. Actually, one of my friends texted me last week and estimated for me the amount of money that I've saved her on Sunset Lake products. And it was such a high number. Really? Wow. I mean, especially yeah. if you are someone that uses the drops. Yeah. Those, those can run pricey, but I mean, they're worth it if you need them. They're so worth it. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months 
And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice, nice little flavorful drink. That is a little little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the Recess Watermelon Mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little, little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. So I'm excited for this episode, and this is going to have to happen across the course of many episodes for people to like truly get to know you and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, learn who you are and like get your references and all that stuff. But we did ask the listeners for a lot of questions, Okay, um, and so we'll get to those later. All right. But... One of the reasons that you're such a fantastic pick is because you were also single and out there dating. Trying. Yeah. And <laughs> trying. I mean, we all are. Yeah. Um, but and you also, I think, approach it in a very similar way to me. That's like very intentional. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very uh, I'm a very logical person naturally. So I don't know if this sounds bad to say, but I will naturally kind of categorize people in my mind. So whether it's like I really want to date intentionally and pursue something in the dating realm or have some fun. Yeah. I'm very compartmentalized type of brain. So, yep, yep, I approach it. <laughs> I approach it pretty straightforward, I'd say. Yeah. So, uh, what is going on? Like, what what are your more recent updates? We're going to get into like your exes and like people that they should know, yeah. but like what's happening for you right now? Fun updates. Okay. So, I feel like I, the apps have been pretty dead Ugh. for a while. Tell me about it. Uh, or still, and this is typical for the summer, anytime I've been setting up dates, I feel like they are they just keep getting canceled. Really? And I don't know why exactly. Like summer, it's just crazy time. It's hard to pin yeah, people Yeah, summer's down. always like that. But now that it's the fall, I'm like, what is happening? Like, and you'll basically have daytime, whatever. So I've been, I've been frustrated with apps personally a bit that I've been trying to be more out in the wild, out in person. And I had a show and I was supposed to have a date after my show. So I did my hair, did my makeup. Yeah. Uh, date falls through. And I'm like, well, I like you know, look cute. So I don't want to just go home. I was like, all right, let me try to find a little bar in my neighborhood. Maybe that has something going on. Oh. Find a bar at music, this band school. I'm like, great. And I'm just there by myself, not even having a drink, honestly, just chilling. And I see a very cute tall man. And I'm like, oh, that right. guy's cute. I was like, maybe I'll just stare at him to see. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that was my whole plan. I was like, maybe I'll just stare and catch his eye. You know, everyone says eye contact and a smile. There also is that Matthew Hussey has a thing about like the amount of, and I don't know the number, but the number of seconds that is long enough for someone to realize that you're looking at them intentionally. Right. I think it's actually, isn't it a natural animal instinct? Like you're yeah. being hunted? Yes. Yeah. Right. So I was like, all right, let me just kind of stare let me just at this stare man. At okay. Also, because I will approach people. He was in a group mix of men and women yeah, that's where you tough. go, uh, people could be dating, not dating. The bar is packed where I'm like, I'm not brave enough to shoot a shot with women at the table. That's a tough cold open. And not sure. Yeah. Anybody dating anybody. Yeah. Right? Uh, but I stare at this man. Eventually, he gets a phone call, goes outside. Okay. On his way back in, he stops to talk to me. So I'm like, I think so he saw me he staring. He certainly saw you staring. <laughs> he definitely did. I, I thought it was mad sly. But he just he just goes, hey, what's your name? Easy open. I'm like, America. Great. He says his name. And he goes, 
do you know the band? And I'm like, no, no. I just, uh, I live in the neighborhood stuff. I do. He was like, oh, I noticed you're standing here by yourself just watching the band. And I was like, yeah, I live in the neighborhood. I guess just, that is a little unusual. I guess, yeah. And then I was like, do you know the band? And then I guess they're playing at his friend's wedding. Oh. So the group came to just check out the band to have a nice night. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, we're chatting. Very quickly, though, I'm like, uh, by the way, are you single? And he goes, no, I'm not. Uh, right. But then he keeps talking to me. Huh. And like, you know, I was like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a comedian, all stuff, blah, blah. Then at the end of the conversation, he goes, uh, I want to ask you for your number, but I feel like you don't want to give it to me. So you're not single, sir. So, yeah, my immediate reaction was, oh, I didn't hear him right because it's like loud in here. Right. I go, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you weren't single. He goes, I'm not. But does that mean I need to cut off communication with everyone? Oh, Lord. And I was like, and it was just such a weird both cases. He like put it on me that my brain was just like, I couldn't even like this is a what was problem. happening. Yeah. Even the number thing was like making it like my move. I was like, I don't I don't know. It just it was just so bizarre. It's but giving it, negging. Yeah, a little bit of negging, like, yeah. But I was like, I was definitely, obviously, flirting with well, him. Of course. You know, he so. asked if he was single. So, like, yeah. you don't ask that out of nowhere. He knows you're interested. Yeah. That's the part. I, I hate this. <laughs> I didn't, um, didn't think anyone would be a fan. Coming in hot. <laughs> didn't. Don't like it. Um, Because I don't disagree. The thing that sucks about what he said, especially, is that, like, the exact words that he said oh, just because I'm single, does that mean I have to cut off communication with everyone? No, it does not. No. And and I don't like the, I don't like the thought that like, oh, men and women can't be friends or like people who are interested, people, you can't be friends with somebody of your preferred gender or yeah. et cetera. That's bullshit. Yeah. But like, that's not what's happening here. Exactly. He's taking that and twisting a situation where he is now going to take the number of a woman that has expressly said that she's interested in him a stranger yes no very much it's also it's the cheating line that i listened to your episode at rourke on cheating yeah it's very much that cheating line where even in a relationship you can go well i didn't cheat and yep. it's like okay physically but i assumed part of our relationship meant you wouldn't be hunting new options out at a bar right like i i definitely i again i wouldn't consider that cheating but I wouldn't be okay with it. Who would? That's very, very weird. Yeah. Like, in the, unless he was like, oh, because I have this buddy, blah, blah, blah. And then he like actually is like brings you over or something. I don't know. You know, like, yeah. unless he's expressly saying that he's taking your number for a specific reason. I don't think we need to be establishing friendships with the woman who's trying to pick us up at the bar. No, absolutely not. Yeah, we there's no level of friendship here. No, exactly. There's zero level. Right, exactly. Zero level like, and I'm not saying like, exactly. I'm not saying like you guys couldn't be friends. It could be mm -hmm. different if you had like gone up to the group perhaps and then like hit it off with the group. And then yeah. they're like, hey, Erica, you're cool. Like, yeah, come all... to our wedding. You're so awesome. Right. Just, like, you know. let me get your number so that you can come <laughs> hang out with the group again. Right. Yeah. That's let us... not what happened. Mm -mm, not at all. No. And it's not weird, by the way. It's shitty. That's what I meant to say. It's just shitty. Yes. And also just for me, I was like, what it, just a huge turnoff of like uh what is that saying you lose them how you got them mm, i'm yeah. like i don't know if i believe that saying 100 percent, but uh in this scenario yeah we wanted that that's one of the things we were talking about on the cheating episode about like mm -hmm. we're, we we got to do that as a mythbuster. i yeah so so what happened then though okay i hate to admit this but i was so like flustered and i just started like laughing i felt awkward and he was like oh i'm sorry am i being awkward i was like 
No, I go, I am. <laughs> I was like, I, I gave him my number. I get that, though. It, it was just I, a, I like, might have out of like, just let me, get me out of this situation. Yeah, I gave him my number and left. And this is what's blown my mind. This man has followed up with me to like get a coffee or something. To what end? Exactly. I'm like, what? Like, at first he was like, oh, could I convince you to come out on your day off? I'm like, I go for what? He's like, oh, just a coffee or something. What? I know. But you know what really kills me is I'm like, all these other dudes keep fucking canceling. And the man who isn't single the with the is partner. the one making the plant and making oh. the move. And I'm like, this is this is just annoying. Fuck, man. Because someone was like, well, would you go out with him if he hits you up in a few months? Goes, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm single again. Would you like to go out sometime? Oh, good question. And I was like, honestly, I go, even if I did the whole time, I just I just would never trust this nope. person. Nope. That I'd be like, I wouldn't believe he was. I'm like, because he asked for my number when he wasn't. So. Yeah. Because the reason and like, I don't want to go too down the path of the losing how you got him thing because yeah. we'll talk about it later. But like, there's an element of that that's like that I don't always believe it because it's like you could you could like meet someone organically and have this like amazing connection with them. And yeah. so and they but they they happen to be dating somebody else. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's not what happened here. No, like, the conversation was not long. actively sought you out. Yeah. To. Yeah. Be nefarious. Yeah. And it was very in the combo. I was like, oh, you, you know, you're a very attractive tall man. Like I was like, you know, and then it also makes you go like, I've kind of been in this. Sometimes I get in that headspace where you're like, how come I don't get like approached in public? Right. And you're like, I wish I was someone that got approached in public or met people organically more that then I went on a date with as yeah. opposed to a dating app. Right. Uh, but then in that scenario, while it's happening, I'm like, actually, I don't want this man who's so <laughs> confident to come strolling over here. So regardless of me staring that like suddenly I'm like, no, I want I want that guy in the corner that looks afraid to talk to women. Now I want him. I don't want this one anymore. I want the scared cat in the corner. That's who I want. That's who I want to date. Well, that's the thing. And this is actually this is related to my update about my second date with the Padre, too. Mm. That's the thing is I feel like the person who has who just has the like, it's not even confidence, but also just like is brazen enough to walk up to a stranger mm -hmm. cold like that. That's a lot. Right. And like that person moves through life that way. True. However, I mean, I would, mm, I would debate maybe not always because I am someone that will approach people, oh, but I'm also someone that's very like, Oh, when I'm with someone, I'm with someone. And yeah. I, I'm like not even flirting with other people per se. Yeah. But yeah, no. In the moment I had, I was like, oh, this is this is a pattern. This is bad. This oh, is... absolutely. Also, you're doing this in front of your friends. Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. Part. You know, so it's like, oh, you're probably the guy that cheats on your girl and everybody knows. Yeah, they're like, there goes Adam again. Yeah. And they're Chatting all just up like, a chick. all right. Oh, my God. Maybe she'll be at the wedding. Who knows? You know, Oh Jesus. Yeah. But yeah. But it was uh, it was just funny because after I uh, updated uh, my friend Jordan, he was like, well, sounds like he's interested. And I was like. Yeah, this is a weird situation that I like won but lost at the same time. <laughs> you know, you won the interest, but like it feels like you like maybe won the battle, lost the war. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like there was there was an aspect of the game that I was like, this guy's cute. How crazy would it be if I talked to him? And then I did, and then it's like kind of a fire, but it happened. You know? Yeah, true. So, but um, I guess I don't know. That's my latest update. Okay, so you're so you're meeting people out, trying to meet people out in the wild. Yeah, trying to do both. It's yeah. just it's hard when you get busy, but uh. Uh, I'm trying to have it. my eyes more open to when I'm out in public, per se. Let me, I like let me put it. it that way. I like it. Yeah. Maybe we can, you can rub off on me and help me do this. <laughs> Pull me out into the world. Um, so I so I went on a second date this week. That's my update. Oh, okay. Um, so 
told the listeners last week about my first date with the Padre mm. and I went out and like right before, right. I think we had scheduled our second date when we recorded last week's episode. So it was this past Tuesday. We went to dinner. We made a reservation, which he like said specifically, he was like, you know, I know you mentioned you're like more of a planner. Mm -hmm. Like I'm happy to make a reservation. Love it. Love that. Love it. Very hot. Yeah. Awesome. So he looked up places. He sent one to me. He said, how does this place look? It looked great. So he made a reservation there. Mm-hmm. all these things great um so our first date was on saturday and this was tuesday so it was like a very quick turnaround to a second date one of the things that he told me on his on our first date his job is really really busy at certain times of the month and year okay without getting like too into too much specific too many specifics so he's in a like a little bit of a lull right now all so right. i think he's in like oh let's get some dates under our belt because yeah as you, you know should. right i'm about to be busy whatever so we went on on Tuesday and this is where, so typically we wait to do Weird or Not or Mythbuster after updates, but this week was actually inspired by my experience on this date. Mm, okay. So I want to do it now. And I also need to put a caveat in here because when I posted it on Instagram, it something did not occur to me, which is, so the Weird or Not is they don't stand up to greet you when you arrive to the date. Like right. They're already seated. When you get there, they don't stand up to greet you. And I want to acknowledge that phrasing it that way was pretty ableist of me mm-hmm. because there are many scenarios where they can't stand to greet you right. or, you know, maybe it's uncomfortable for them to stand. So I do want to acknowledge and apologize for not considering that. Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular case, I'd been out with this man before, knew that that wasn't a factor. Right. So putting that putting that aside for like this specific scenario, mm-hmm. that is the weird or not. I walked into the restaurant. He was. So he had actually texted me as I was on my way there saying, like, I just got here. Um, you can't miss me. OK. And so when I walked in, he was literally like not only was it the table that was closest to the door, but he was like facing the door. So it, like, oh, it literally yeah. looked like he was like sitting in a room waiting for me mm-hmm. like just like watching the door for me to walk <laughs> in which is exactly what he was doing but not his fault right i then so i walked up to the table we said hi i like lingered standing because i'm thinking like we're gonna hug hello like we did on our first date right he remained seated oh yeah so that's this week's word or not what do you think about this uh i think the only time this doesn't happen is if you've been seeing someone for a while. But I feel like first date, second date, third date, like, yeah, you should always stand up to greet someone because also I do that for friends. I just think it's polite. Yeah. Also just to say hello. To say hello. Yeah. It's a it's a thing like one-on-one dinner, group dinner. I get up when someone arrives, unless it's the like someone's rushing in. They're like, no, no, don't get up. Sorry. I'm, you know, yeah. whatever. Or if situation. you're like, there are situations where maybe you're like trapped behind a table that's annoying to move. And, yeah. you know, it was not that type of scenario. Mm-hmm. It was a very easy. Yeah. Get up to quickly hug me. Hello situation. For sure. Yeah. No, I, I, I go weird. I think this is weird. Maybe not even weird, but I think disrespectful. Rude. I thought it was rude. Yeah. Res- yeah. Not deal rude. breaker level at all. But like mm-hmm. it just it. It threw me off from the jump of walking in, not like at the time I didn't think to myself that was rude, but I did get a like a wave of awkwardness came over me 
when I realized he wasn't going to stand up and I was still lingering there. Yeah. And it set a tone Mm. where I just felt off balance the whole dinner. I get that. Also, it would just make me be like, oh, I guess you're not that excited to see me. Yeah. Where like like, I came in hot, ready for the hug. (laughs) I mean, we could even argue if that's even hot, but you know, you were like, I was, oh, I was so excited. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. Guess you don't want to hug me. Right. Like I, and we've done that before. Like, it's not like, you know, we're not strangers. We've met before. We've hugged twice. Yeah. Both when we said hello and goodbye on Mm -hmm. our first date. So, uh, yeah. So like, it just, it, it, it it just started with an odd, like it made me, it, Put me off balance. Yeah. For the rest of the date. I don't blame you. And so now I lost my train of thought because, oh, right. So, but so before we go to the rest of the date, what do you think the listeners said? The split. Okay. Your Instagram. Yeah. Because, oh, well, we should tell the listeners this too. This is an exciting update for Weirded On Mythbusters <laughs> because Erica has a following on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. And so, in addition to me posting the Weirded On the Mythbusters, she is also going to be posting it and I'm excited. And so I'm going to get to guess what your followers say. Right. I mean, how, how strongly I feel about it. I would, I would like to think it's 90% weird, 10% nah, mm-hmm. but that, that feels a little extreme. So I'll say 80, 20. Okay. It's 70, 30. Oh shit. Okay. Which is what I guessed it would be around. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had a little bit of inside baseball knowledge because I had talked about it in my live the night prior. And so I kind of like, new yeah in that sense um and everybody who thought it was weird said what we said many people who said not weird mentioned the you know ability thing um that i mentioned at the top um but then people also just i think people are making a distinction as well between like weird and impolite Mm. like a lot of people said like it's not polite but it's not weird yeah i guess yeah it depends how you interpret it it. depends on how you interpret the word weird Mm -hmm. like for me it's weird not to be polite yeah, I mean, I take it as weird. Yeah. I'd be like, so, oh, that was a little weird. You didn't stand up and say hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if your followers is less weird only because I know that you have more men who follow you than I do. I do. I have a decent amount of men. But uh, okay. And especially I do the little hinge Sunday, whatever. Oh, answers, the Yeah. Uh, which is fun to vote. And a lot of men I find really like that because they're male answers. So they're blown away by like how people vote sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They're like, what? Women like this? It's like, yeah, yep, guess they so. do. Go do it. Yeah, take notes. All right. Uh, mine was a little higher. Mine's 77, 23. So oh, I can round that up. Interesting. 80, 20. Okay, so I'm totally wrong. Um, totally. But yeah, mine said all the same reason. Yeah. Was like not common courtesy, bad manners, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. The only one I got for not weird was a friend of mine who she was there first stood up to greet and knocked waters over like just yeah. disastrous awkward scene and i was like yeah i can see how that would scar you to be like you don't have to stand up actually so especially couple, if you're nervous a couple people who said nah <laughs> in my poll they said something similar they're like i'm so awkward it's better if i stay seated yeah like i, I will it. do something weird i will trip over the then it will be weird because i will have tripped over the chair or i will like do something just to ruin things yeah 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 i get it so so anyway so that's how it started and then Dinner was fun. Like, mm. we had a good time. But, or I had a good time. I don't want to speak for him. I think he did, though, because he asked me on a third date during dinner. Um, okay. Yeah, I'd say that's a win. Yeah. But I, I'm i still, I'm not sold on the situation. I mean, it's two dates. I, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, don't need to be sold. But I'm still, like, collecting data, I would say, on, like, whether we're compatible in the sense that I felt like 
This is how I described it. So we did our live Patreon yesterday, and this is how I described it on the live Patreon. I am looking for somebody who, generally speaking, moves through the world with some ease. Oh, okay. And like, that doesn't mean that they're always, they're they're never nervous or they're never awkward. Because like, I am, I mean, I started out this episode both nervous and awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know what to do with my hands. But like, I, so that's why I'm still in like data collection because absolutely could have still been nervous on a second date. Mm -hmm. You know, you like someone, you're, you know, you're excited, whatever, all of that stuff. But it's just something that I'm observing. Right. Because it was a pretty consistent vibe throughout dinner that it, it just didn't feel like he was comfortable and potentially not just with me, but like in his own skin. Interesting, like kind of based on what you're talking about a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I know what you mean, like where you get kind of windows of insecurity in a way. Yeah, but like not, but like not insecurity, even just like not a whole lot of like self-assuredness, I think. Like doubting themselves. Yeah, okay. like at least in the way he was coming across, which again, could have been super nervous. And mm-hmm. I'm absolutely, I want to go on another date with him. Yeah. Some people really get nervous for dinner dates. Yeah. Because they're like, no, it's going to be longer time. Yeah, like maybe I think for our third date, which so I as I mentioned, he asked me on our third date during dinner. Okay, he asked me if I wanted to go out that upcoming Friday again because of his upcoming really busyness. Yeah, Um, I asked him if I could like let him know later because I knew that I was moving on Thursday and then going into the office on Friday. Chaotic. Yeah, super chaotic. And Mm -hmm. I had a feeling I wasn't going to be up to it. Mm. But so I and I saw I was up front with him. I said, like, listen, I don't. I want to. Yeah. And I don't want to say no now and like, you know, preclude us from going out. So if you're okay with a more last minute decision, can we do that? Right. And saying like, and I said to him, it's totally cool if you're not. Like if you want to just schedule another time, that's cool too. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, 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 that's totally fine. We can be last minute. Yeah. Play by ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't end up being up for it. What that means, though, is that he isn't free because of work until like November 10th or something like that. Damn. Yeah. What? Wow. Yeah. So that's another thing that's like this is an every month thing for him. That it's like a full week. Yeah. Damn. More than that. No, that's more than a week. Yeah. It's more than a week. So that's another, again, data collection of like, mm. OK, like that's that's tough. Mm hmm. Not again, not a deal breaker, but not something that you couldn't overcome, but tough. Yeah, that is tough, especially early. It's tough. Yeah. So I'm not going to see him until for like more than 10 days. Um, Are you a FaceTime person? Would you like want to FaceTime this man and I don't or think, talk on the phone? Situation? I don't think I want to right now. Oh, see, to me, that's more telling. Uh, agreed. I agree. You know, I mean, even I, I mean, I, I almost wanted to say it for the fact that you didn't like push through for the Friday knowing you're not going to see them for a long time. That occurred to me as well. But the other part of your brain's like, oh, sparky people are not good people. And if yep. I was too into this and too crazy invested, it'd be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I didn't know how long it was going to be when I said that I wasn't up for it. Oh, okay. Fair. So I, I, I don't think I would have made a different decision, though, but I don't actually, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't know that. Hmm. I agree with you, though. I, that had occurred. Phone thing's that, very interesting. That had occurred to me. Yeah. yeah. The the phone thing is interesting. I don't really want to. Okay. So, yeah. We'll, so we'll see. We'll have to see on that one. Yeah. We'll see. 
it's like an interesting balance because so I recapped the date. Right. And like, I'm pretty careful when I, when I recap my dates to like, I, I, I'm pretty judicious, judicious about what I say, because I'm like typically doing it really quickly after the date. And I'm like, I want to make sure that like, I'm not jumping the gun on Mm -hmm. how I'm feeling about this, putting this out in the world for like my date recaps tend to have my highest views. So like, a lot of people are going to see this mm-hmm. and it's like off the cuff on my way home from the date. Right. So I'm often like pretty high level. Mm-hmm. And so I hadn't like thought through an internalized and like analyzed for myself how I was really feeling about it. I, I more so do that on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, as a result, people are like overwhelmingly into this man. Because he mm. it's great in a lot of ways. Like there are a lot of he yeah. exhibits a lot of green flags. I mean, even the fact that he's like jumping to make the plan for the next yes. day, not doing some bullshit. Oh, I'll talk to her in three days and like, uh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And all these things are great. Mm-hmm. They it are great qualities. It doesn't, it doesn't mean like somebody could have great qualities and not be great for you. Yeah, or you just don't have the connection. Right. The good on paper, as we say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so we'll see. I'm like very much open to the third date. I, I hope it happens. Right. Um, I didn't talk to him today. I talked to him yesterday. I didn't talk to him today. So, I mean, I don't know how many dates it takes for you. But for me, I'm like, if I if I make it to four dates, four or five dates, that that means I I like you, like I am interested in dating you farther. Yeah, I don't. So third is a nice third. Third is a nice one. Like third is like if I'm if I'm still on the fence and kind of not sure where I'm like yes, like but I'm enjoying I enjoy talking to you and I'd like to have another conversation and like let's. Yeah, it's the deal breaker date because yeah, it's like, odd let's numbers. Do that again, you know. So first one, you're like, ooh, sweet. Second one, you're feeling a little, ooh, I don't know. Third one's good. You're back to, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. True. So, um, so anywho, that's that's my latest update, and uh, and now we've <laughs> Logan's here, everyone. Um, and the last okay. time that <laughs> did you say hi, cat? Yeah. Hi. The last time that Eric and I recorded in my apartment, the um, audio thing, we had it on the couch and Logan decided it was a great bed to sleep on. Yeah, no. We've learned our lesson. Yeah. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets. If you want to come experience some magic live, we want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrheight.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come DC Comedy Loft Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand up shows. Start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time, and you'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip, and a little update on that, a few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt, I want to come with my sister, I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind, half the trip being moms and daughter combos, everybody's excited to come doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. 
travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrheight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. Um. So yeah. So that's what's going on with me. Um. And now uh, the listeners need to get to know you. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm like, where where do we start? So we got a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that the best place to start is like the glossary of the nicknames that they can expect to hear. Okay. All right. That's what people want. Yeah. All right. So let's start out. Like, let's just, let's run through them. Talk about the origin stories. Like, you know, the major ones that you're going to reference a lot. Okay. Yeah. Wherever you want to start. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, ones I reference would be the ones I actually like really dated. Yeah. And I I feel like I really only have two of those. Okay. Uh, So the first one is Eggs Benedict. Mm -hmm. That was my ex from 2019. It was uh, actually when I started my other podcast. We had just started dating. Oh, okay. Uh, So, but I would say of my 20s, that was really my only like significant person I dated for like months Mm -hmm. and was really into and doing like, quote, all the relationship. Yeah. How long did you guys date for? Uh, four months. Okay. Oh, how did you meet him? So I originally met him doing stand up. He used to do stand up. Oh, and then okay. He stopped doing stand up, but we didn't date while he was doing it. So it was like two years later, he started producing and running a show. Okay. So he reached out to me about running a show, yada, yada. That's how we started talking again. Uh, and so we dated, we dated through the classic holiday season and the classic break up two weeks before Valentine's day. Oh, you as hate it to does, see it. You hate to see it. As it happens. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm like, what are the significant things from that? Uh, it's hard because when it ended, it didn't end badly. Mm. It ended for the reasons of just this isn't going to get more serious. We're not going to get married. Uh, and that kind of was what pushed the ending to happen. So obviously I took it hard at the time because I was having a good time and really liked this person. And also yeah. like in the breakup speech, they were being like, I really like you a lot but I just don't see this getting more serious and going further. And that was you who broke up with him? Uh, it was a weird, it was mostly him, but it was a weird, like we were just like on a date having a day. And then all of a sudden mid convo, I was like, oh, I think we're, I think we're breaking up right now. Oh no. <laughs> it was one of those. It was like, oh, I think, oh, I think this is it. This is done. Uh, and it, and it partly stemmed from, I invited him to dinner with my uh, parents were coming into town. Oh. And even then I was like, oh, you don't have to come, like, but they're coming and they know I'm dating him. Right. His parents knew I was dating him. So I was like, oh yeah, if you'd like to come to dinner, they said to invite you. Yeah. And he was like, he immediately like put his head down and was like, ah. And I and like, you know, you get that gut feeling, you're like, no. this is bad. And then I doubled down. I went, oh, okay, yeah, if you don't want to come, that's fine. I have a cousin with a sweet 16 coming up in a month, though. I was like, so uh, are you gonna come with me to that? And he said, no. Oh. And then I was like, okay. Break it down for me then, because I have a plus one to a thing and you're who I'm dating. You're you're my plus one. Yeah, you're my plus one. I go, so I'm dating you, but you're not you're not going to come with me to the party. I said, so do I would I bring someone else? Like I was like, I, I was like, break it down how that makes sense that you're not going to come with me to this yeah. family party. Right. Uh, and then that's when all of a sudden the conversation started of like, I just I don't think we're going to get more serious from this. But essentially it was just he didn't want to do those things. And I look back on it now and I'm like, oh, he, I believe, knew the whole time we dated. He never wanted it to hit a certain level. Oh, you think? 
Yeah, because it was that thing of like, you're both not dating anyone else. He never like called me his girlfriend right to me, uh, even though it was like, you're talking to me all the time. You're, we're at each other's apartments all the time. It's like, I clearly am. He called me his girlfriend breaking up with me, which uh, was hilarious. That was the first time he ever that called was, you his yeah, girlfriend? Yeah, literally. He was like, you know, he's like, I he's like, I remember like a month ago, you, I like hinted at something of kind of like, am I your girlfriend? What is this? And I got nervous and then dodged the combo. Uh, young Erica. And... <laughs> And then he was like, oh, yeah, you like mentioned something. He's like, I hope you know I've considered you my girlfriend for quite some time. I was like, good oh, to know while we're breaking oh, up. OK, yeah, nice. And again, it was a win that felt like a loss. It's like, what? That's <laughs> like, which is hilarious to be like, uh, not call someone your girlfriend. But then it's like, oh, but you're having a breakup conversation with me. So right. I am your girlfriend. I am. Yeah. So it's like that is I count him as an ex. I don't care. Um, but yeah, essentially, it was uh, the first person. Yeah, really of my adult life that I like really, really liked. And also it was, I guess, reciprocated and dated and got to do Christmas gifts and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that story is a fast forward to, I don't know, COVID times, whatever. He used to do comedy. So he has some comedy friends. Uh-huh. And uh, there was someone, another name for the pod called Mr. Clean, who is a friend of Eggs Benedict, who asks me out. And I was kind of like in my head, like, does he not know I dated eggs benedict yeah and i'm like okay so i go on a date with mr clean i find out why is he called mr clean because he's bald oh <laughs> i thought it was a fun nickname oh that's great <laughs> wait also why is eggs benedict called eggs benedict? oh sorry he's called eggs benedict because one of our first dates we got brunch and he had never had an eggs benedict before oh did you blow his mind yeah i was like well we have to have one yeah did he like so. it he did. Yeah. yeah. Then he wanted to have them all the time. I was like, yeah, where you been? Where have you been? Have you, have you never been to brunch? This is a classic brunch item. <laughs> um, but essentially upon going out with Mr. Clean, I find out Eggs Benedict told him that we like just hooked up, like brushed me off like I was just some girl he hooked up with. What? Yeah. Because Mr. Clean was like, oh, yeah, I knew you had a, you know, you had a, like you hooked up with Eggs Benedict or whatever, but it was a long time ago. And I was like, oh, is that what he said? And Mr. Clean looked at me and said, Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think it was more? And, <gasps> I, and I go, oh, I guess I did. Because I'm like, I'm on a date. I'm not about to get into this. Like, this Wait, this happened on your date? On my date. On my date with Mr. Clean. He he got it out of the way early where he was like, hey, I know this might have like, seemed weird. Air, yeah. I know that you hooked up with Eggs Benedict is what he said. And all of a sudden, I was like, okay. And so there was uh, more information maybe I'll share, share on the Patreon. But essentially, fast forward to Eggs Benedict like, calls me because he finds out he sees on my Patreon something about it. Oh, right. Because he's a patron. He, no, he wasn't anymore. Oh. We broke up. He left the Patreon. Okay. As he should. And yeah. I also learned, I was like, yeah, never again am I dating someone and letting them on the Patreon. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he joins and listens and here's my date with Mr. Clean. And I say that, then he calls me and the update was old that I had more information and he makes this big lie, all this stuff. And then I was just like, yeah, I was like, um, yeah, I was like, you, I was like, you very much hurt me. I was like, and what you're saying right now is a lie. Your whole story is a lie. I was like, this is all the information I know. I was like, and give me a reason why your friend would lie to me. I was like, because he's not lying. Right. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, I was like, I felt this sometimes during our relationships that you didn't, didn't really want people to know that we were together or dating. And one, I don't know if it's because like I'm public about having herpes or whatever, for whatever, whatever reason, but I just was like, yeah, I was like, we're not we're not friends and I'm never going to be your friend. And I was I, like, you talked terribly about me as if I'm just some girl you hooked up with. That is so fucked. I'm sorry. Right. And here's the thing. I know when I'm being a hoe. <laughs> OK, I'll be a hoe sometimes. I'll be having some fun. I know. I know when it's that. I'm not young. I'm not dumb. That I was like, 
basically on the phone was like i i was like i was we were dating right like i, I literally was like i was falling in love with you you know that i was like so for you to talk about me that way it's just like like so it, fucking because there wouldn't have been anything wrong with if you were just hooking up with him and you that's what i'm saying fun if that's what it was but that's not what yeah, it was that's not it's like oh i'm just some girl you're hooking up with that you like got a christmas gift for or like would take me out for things it's like yeah okay sure sure you know so yeah so eggs benedict is a. Uh, Really, Ugh. really deep in the grave. <laughs> People want to know. God, I didn't know that like last bit. Yeah. Like Mr. Clean addendum. Yeah. Part. Yeah. Ooh. It got messy. It was just like, uh, what is this situation? So anyway, that's the ex-Benedict story. That's the gist of it. Of It was a high rise, high fall. Um, the only good thing about him talking about me that way was, especially because COVID times. Yeah. Obviously, New York very locked down or then like since dating him i was really struggling with not struggling but i just had yet to go out with anyone that i actually felt a connection and really was into um that it was like frustrating but also because this man eggs benedict would do that pop-up of like no respond to a story say something and you like have that little chat because i would just because i would feel like well he's in the comedy world so i should just oh be polite and like it doesn't bother me it's okay like i'm gonna run into him sometime when really it was like it's locked down i'm lonely like this is stopping me from really getting over it and being like you're done um so it in a weird way it was good because it really made me be like okay fuck this yeah i'm not talking to this man anymore i'm blocking you on everything like i'm blocking you on venmo i don't want to see you shit you know like i want <laughs> to block no- is a move yeah i don't want to see you venmo your brother for rent i want none of it i want no popping up uh in my feed so yeah i mean sometimes it is easier to be angry like for, it is so yeah. like because like like you said it when it originally ended it was like no one really did anything wrong yeah. you just like weren't compatible people for whatever reason or he felt like it, you weren't compatible people to be serious yeah and i felt it too of i had that thought pop up in my head that just went mm. that's the worst when you're like dating someone you're having fun and then some voice goes you're not marrying this guy you're like no <laughs> no shut up no i'm we having might. fun let me have fun we might we let don't have know fun. that it's nice to have saturday with somebody fuck off voice you know what i mean like oh. you're like ah, i just it's nice cuddling on my couch get out of my head that's you how know? i felt about the dentist Ooh, there's like a guy i don't talk about him very often mm. but he's a guy that i did i was dating him when i turned 30 okay um and i just have that as a marker in my mind because the one of the pictures that we have together that i like a lot is like mm-hmm. with my like 30th birthday party balloons in the background so i just always remember but it was like that mm. he was canadian he was so nice Oh, I'm just like a lovely, lovely human. Yeah. And but I just it was that voice. It was that voice Voice. of like, you're not marrying this guy. Fucking voice, dude. And then I got basically like boxed into a corner. We didn't date for that long. I met him on Halloween. I've met multiple men on Halloween in retrospect. It's a fun. It's a fun. Everybody's out. The rower and I are one year anniversary of meeting is tomorrow. Halloween. Oh, shit. Um, Anyway, I met him on Halloween. We st- we didn't start officially dating until after New Year's because mm. he like had gone back to Canada for a while. We like didn't go on that many dates in between Halloween and New Year's. Yeah. And then we started officially dating around New Year's. My birthday is in late March. We dated for maybe four months, five months, something like that. Like not yeah. like a crazy amount of time. But the the like impetus to our breakup because I'd been hearing that voice and I'd been like shutting her up. <laughs> and then because I was having fun and like we were both, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then. He was he was about to graduate dental school and starting a dental residency, which is a year long. Mm-hmm. But at, basically, there's like a year lead time where he was going to have to start looking for jobs like 
over the summer, like right before he started the residency for when he finished the residency. Yeah. And his original plan, he was doing residency in New York, but his original plan was to move back to Canada uh, because he had a job already lined up with like a dentist that he knew there. Tough, yeah. And he basically said to me, like, should I look for jobs here? Ooh. The only reason I would be looking for jobs here is because of you. Uh, in a good way, like yeah. not in a guilty way, yeah. but just like uh, I have this job mm-hmm. back in Canada. Should I investigate other options? Yeah. And that's when you're like, and oh, I really got it. Yeah. That's when I, I said, really can't no, leave this. you yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. I know yeah. it's not easy either way, whether it's you or no. you have to do it to somebody else. I know. So, okay. So that was Eggs Benedict slash Mr. Clean. Yeah. Slash Mr. Clean. The other significant one is the relationship guy is what I called him because he is a serial monogamous and the relationship guy is uh, somewhat recent. It ended end of April. That was also a few months. So like a January through April thing. And admittedly, this was a relationship that started as just a casual hookup fling. So admittedly, it started as casual. It yeah. was someone I have known pretty much since I've been in New York. Years and years and years. Uh, he very much is serial monogamous. So always in relationships and for a long time. Yeah. So he had been out of a six-year relationship. Oof. Yeah. And it was... I don't know, maybe six, seven months after that that we started hanging out. Uh, so he very much just was like the last person I started, you know, hanging out with, hooking up with. Things moved too fast, escalated too quickly. He was like, I, I just I don't want things to, like move too quickly. Like the last person that he did that he was dating after the serious person. Yes. OK. So there's one girl and then me. OK. I was like a few months after her. And, uh, you know, he very much was just like, it just, it kind of got out of hand, blah, blah, blah. So this was also someone like I didn't like sleep with right away, even though it was this like casual thing. Yeah. Like our first night hanging out, we like had a drink in the bar and then weirdly I drove to the place. So then we made out in my car after for I like hours and talking and and it was just, it was a very like fun, uh, I needed a fun yeah. night situation. It also was coincidentally when Molly left our podcast. Oh, so okay. I was in a storm of like, changes things going on i was very like shit's crazy right now this is so nice to have this fun night with one someone i'm super comfortable with obviously and now um but yeah so it started as just like the casual thing even though we weren't even having sex then we started hooking up and then uh but then lines were being very blurred of the asking me out on dates and the the hanging out the Saturday, the kiss hellos and kisses goodbye and all the things that I was like, okay, all these actions are not casual. Yeah. The kiss hello. I know we talked, we like texted about this earlier today. The kiss hello is very intimate. E- yeah. And, and goodbye. It's just also just public. It's, yeah. public. it's just like, okay, yeah. If people see us, it's like, oh, they're dating. They're, they're together. together right? Yeah. The k- kiss hello for me is more intimate than kiss goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Like kiss hello takes a while. Like I could, I would, I wouldn't have kissed someone goodbye on a first date. Yes, that would be insane Mm -hmm. to kiss someone hello on a first date. On a first date, yeah. Even a second date, I think is like ah. Yeah, it's a little, it's a weird. That's that's yeah, that's another thing to debate. Is like when do you start doing the kiss hello? Maybe we should do that next for next episode. It's not really like a weird or nah. We could just like ask. I think it's fun. Maybe I could. Oh, you know what? Maybe we could use one of those sliders. Yeah. You know, like and it could be like date zero through whatever yeah, 10 or like, something yeah and like yeah. people could like use the slider oh i like that yeah yeah okay so let's so i, I let's 
we, we won't go into where how we feel about it yet. No, that's okay. fine. That's fine. But okay, um, so he was doing those things. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, or even like you know your communications increasing all this stuff, and so then I like saw him. He like asked me out again. We we're like having dinner, and I just was like, is this a date? I was like, I have to ask. Is this a date? I love that question. And he just goes, yeah, I'd say we've been on dates. And I was like, okay. I was like, I just know when this started, you said you weren't looking for something serious. I was like, I took that as casual. I was like, but this hasn't uh, yeah, felt you, casual. You, he said he wasn't looking for something serious. So you took that to mean that he wasn't looking for something yeah, serious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I guess it's the debate of, okay, when people go, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Is there a difference between that or I'm not looking for a serious relationship right now? Ooh. So that's essentially what he maybe said exactly that I remember debating it with a friend being like, does it mean the same? Are we saying the same? Or does it just mean the whole I don't want the like, you know, level I was at with somebody or whatever? Yeah, Who I think I would knows? probably internalize it as the same thing. That's what I was doing or yeah. trying to do, because I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel feelings for this person. And I'm like into this. Right. But I'm confused of what's happening. Like suddenly I was like, I'm in confused land. So let me clear this up. And we have that conversation. I just was like, yeah, I just, you know, I was like, I like you. I'm like into this. I'm having a good time. I was like, I don't know how you're feeling. But I was like, uh, yeah, I'm like, this has been confusing to me. And he didn't he wouldn't text me a ton. Uh That was the only thing that I was like, this makes me feel like you don't like me. Yeah. And I brought it up. If I was like, I, I said, I don't know how you're feeling, but I, you know, do like you. And I'm into this. I love that you did that. Yeah. Because also I forgot to say this. Uh while like months prior he was like oh i'm not hooking up with anybody else i'm not actively pursuing dating anybody else all this stuff so you're like okay it was a it was essentially a situation that i i learned a very hard lesson in of like a lot of dating advice is very like actions speak louder than words people can make a lot of promises to you but like what are they doing and then this was the opposite situation of like the actions were speaking i like you and i'm dating you and i'm into this However, the only time that I think it doesn't add up is when they say, I'm not looking for something serious. Yeah, I think words and actions have to align. Like one is not more important than the other. Mm -hmm. It's like they have to be the same. Right. Or you can't believe either. And in that case, I think if actions don't line up with words, I think you need to believe the one that is worse. Yeah, I mean, essentially, I just I learned the hard lesson of just like, uh, I mean, I date men. So I'm like, if a man at, at all says I'm not looking for something serious or He's not I'm, for I'm not ready for a relationship right now. It's just it's it's never going to happen with you. Yep. Even though the actions were making me be like, but it's happening. Nope. It feels like it's happening. It's not. Um. Yeah. So unless their words change and he, and they say maybe like yeah. specifically, you know what? I thought I wasn't ready, but I actually am. Mm-hmm. Unless those words come out of their mouth. Nope. Absolutely not. Right. So I have this conversation with him and he's very like, no, I like you a lot, too. Like, I have a great time together, blah, blah. He reiterates the he's and he reiterates, but he says, I just I'm so terrified to get into something. Mm. He said, because I'm finally used to like being single as he is a serial monogamous person has only maybe been single for like six months of his adult life. Do you find that you meet relationship guys right after they decide they shouldn't be relationship guys? Oh, God. <laughs> it's infuriating. <laughs> like, why do I continue to meet uh, serial monogamists who have just decided that that's a problem? Yeah, not even a problem. Just it's or this. I really had like a I didn't have a breakdown of when this ended. I'm, I'm like going all over the place with the story. That's fine. I'm trying to f- figure it out. But. when this ended it really hit me hard of you couldn't get the relationship guy 
Mm. This is super relationship guy that I've known for a very long time. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, it's comfortable. It's great. Like, and then you start to feel crazy if you're like, I'm there. I'm, I'm there. Right. Where Am I you? crazy for what I was thinking I was feeling, or at least feeling from that person. Yeah. And they're like reciprocating and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah, but basically I had that conversation with him. I just, and it was like, I like you, da, da. It's like, okay. And and I did bring up, I was like, I'm technically still on dating apps. I was like, but I really haven't been active on them. I'm yeah. like, because I'm like, any dates I've gone on, I've just felt like, oh, I'd rather be hanging out with you. Uh, and I was like, so I'd be down to just date you for if that's what you'd like to do. Right. And he was like, I don't know if I'm there yet. And I would feel bad telling you to basically don't keep your options open. Ooh. But I like you. You're like, okay. And so then I just said, well, I said, for me, I was like, I would like to just hear from you more. I was like, if you could just, I was like, I just like a little more communication. I was like, you don't have to text me all day, but just something. I was like, cause I just, that makes me doubt it. Yeah. So we have that combo. We have, we go back to my place, have a great night, all the stuff, right? Uh, I do not hear from this man at all for a week. After you had specifically asked for more communication. Yeah. And we had the vague plan of the like, <sighs> oh, I was out of town. Like, oh, when you come back Sunday, let's hang out. So I'm like, okay. And I left it in his court or nothing. Heard from him on Sunday. We hang out that Sunday. have this, you know, date. We go, I think we went to the movies. So it's like, kiss hello, ball, date. Nice, beautiful, like nice night, all this stuff. And, and I'm sitting there being like, do I bring it up again? Yeah. Or are you being naggy and annoying? And then, you know, that but I'm your just needs like, are valid. Oh, I know they are. But it was just something I was like, let me just have this fun time and kind of see. Maybe he was just busy this week. Right. You're lying. I'm lying to myself. I'm fully I'm fully lying to myself. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. Actually, I know the ending. I know the ending of the story. So clearly, clearly my instincts were correct. Of like, no, this man is not as into you as you would like him to be. Uh, so then same thing happens again. Full week goes by. I haven't heard a word. And I was like, oh, OK. And I actually called you to discuss I, it. I remember I remember this phone call. This was, I think, yeah. like one of our first like longer phone calls where we yeah. like I, like started becoming closer friends was yeah. like around that time. Yeah, because there was also uh, the ex. They started being friends again mm-hmm. and like hanging out once a week. And I'll never forget that Sunday that we hung out. He casually was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting lunch with. Oh, I'm supposed to see my ex, you know, and like had a, a day and time planned. And all I could think was, I don't get that fucking plan. Where's my plan? Where's my plan? You're Where's planning my... her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I was like, mm, I feel like you're dating your ex and not dating me anymore. Or who knows? Uh, but you gave me great advice of you were kind of like, all right, regardless of the ex thing, all this other stuff. I was like, yeah, I think it's done. And then I uh, literally went to a party on purpose that I knew he would be at to run into him. And because I was like, oh, I'll like offer him a ride home after and I could like have this conversation of just like, hey, this isn't working. Yeah. Uh, funny of I give him the ride home. Uh, we get to his place. He starts the conversation with oh. me. I was like, oh, there it is. And he starts it with when you walked in and I saw you at the party, I just was like, oh, I'm being a dick for like not ending this or being more definitive. And he said when we had that conversation before, he's like, I he's like, I should have had the balls to be like, yeah, maybe we should like stop doing this then because feelings are now getting in the way. And And he gave me the whole speech and I fucking hate this speech so much of the you're really great speech oh i know i hate it it fucking like and in the time honestly that comment i was like fine i was very like i already mourned this this is done like also it was kind of fun to watch him sweat a little bit giving the conversation to me because i was like oh i was i was prepped to give it to you (laughs) so let's see uh but yeah the whole just you're really great and he was even like man even like during this conversation you're so 
awesome and wonderful and like, like not awesome enough to date. Well, that's that's the whole thought in your head is like, if I'm so great, if I'm so great, why why am I not like good enough? Yep. Right vibe, but you know, I didn't think it ended bad, and I truly felt like fine. And I literally was like, "Yeah, I was gonna bring this up to you," and and I even brought up the ex, and I just was like, "Yeah, I feel like you are talking to your ex more than me, and seeing her more than me, and I don't really know what that's about." But I was like, "I would never tell you to not be friends with somebody." I was like, "But uh, yeah," I was like, "I just I don't." You're just like not you're seeing the this. effort. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, "Yeah, I need more." I was like, and um, I asked for the bare minimum, and I didn't get it. And I was like, and I and you gave me less. And he was like, "Yeah." He's like, I did. I did. You're right. And he also was like, and I know I haven't really given you enough reassurance also with the X thing. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. So he, he and he fucking knows. And he yeah. like it was weird. But I really I left it being like, don't think they're a bad person and all that stuff. Like, fine. Um, but then uh, I was like, fine, really doing fine. And then a month later, I found out he started dating someone. And first, you're just a little like, well, I mean, but that might go through like the same cycle, so the same thing yeah throw me or blah, blah blah because in that breakup combo he was very like really it just terrifies me being in a relationship because i was in one for so long the last year of it was so bad blah 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 and i believed him and i truly believed him and i didn't feel bad because i partly just because i've known this person a long time yeah. and i did and i still think he is a really good guy and yeah. he was nothing but honest with me so i was like you and know I, what, erica you took this gamble you lost. And I don't think even given what you're going to say next, because I know what you're going to say mm -hmm. next. I still don't think he was lying to you when he said that. I do truly <sighs> think he was probably terrified about getting into a relationship. It doesn't mean that it can't happen. Yeah, I don't know. This is the thing I've been debating because the month later I find out he's started dating someone else. And then like two months later, I find out like, oh, like they're that's his girlfriend. Yeah. And he's like fully in and like so excited and all this stuff. And that that's what crushed me. Yeah, I get that. Because it's like, oh, you don't want a relationship right now. You can like um, understand that. And I believed it. I fully believed it. And then finding that out, it was like, oh, no, it was with me. It was the truth of with me, even though you were sitting there being like, I really like you. I think you're so great. Like, I'm not seeing anyone. I was like, all those things like come in your head and you're just like, why wasn't like, honestly, I was very like, why was I not good enough for this person? Especially because they're a serial monogamous. And I think also it hit me because also I was like, when it was ending, part of my brain was like, he's going to be in another relationship soon. He will. Like, I was like, yeah, you say you're enjoying being single. I'm like, but you're not really single because you're dating me. And before me, you were dating another dating girl. Dating somebody else. And he was never really single. He, you want my opinion? No, I don't think so. I think in that whole year from his ex, like what? There was only like three months. Maybe he wasn't steadily hooking up with someone, dating someone. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's like fast forward to the girlfriend thing. And then I just, I like had a breakdown on my Patreon about it of just like, why does this keep happening? Essentially. Oh, I, I mean, I feel that so deeply and also like, thank you for oh yeah being so no. vulnerable in this. And like, mm -hmm. I, I think I'm sure the listeners can hear it in your voice. And yeah. Like, yeah. I get a little choked up yeah. at this part of the story. But uh, like it's, I think that's so real and so like valuable i think for people to hear that because it's yeah. so relatable i have been through very very similar things too and mm -hmm. even in the course of this podcast like the rower comes to mind right like yeah and i think not that he's in another relationship i have no fucking clue but like it's so relatable and so like thank you for sharing that and I no, think yeah well especially uh i mean i know you don't i know with work you don't talk too much about sex on the public pod but like with this person it really was like 
an intimacy level I just like never had mm-hmm. with anyone else. Mm-hmm. And and this is not a like, oh, he made you come. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about all the other things of like eye contact, like just I just there was like a level to like the intimacy. sexual intimacy that I was like, oh. And also that like very much it does fuck with your head. And I had like never experienced that before. But it was very like, oh, I'm having this level of intimacy with you because I like you. Right. And I have feelings. And I look back and I'm like, that might not have been true for him. But at the time, it very much felt like it. Yeah. But it was also just um, that was the first person in a long time. I was even just having the like you're cuddling like on the couch, even not even the cuddling in my bed, but the like cuddling on the couch, having like the dates and like you're excited for the date and like all that stuff. And it was like it was very much like I got a taste of a relationship and it made me be like, Oh, I do really like want one of these, even though I always felt that. But it's like to finally have it, you're like really just so happy in it. Yeah, it was really the other thing. You're like, oh, this is so nice. And also, he was he was a very nice, kind, and like thoughtful person. That I was like, oh, I do want to be with someone who's like him. But it's yeah, just for a while, I was very like could not get him out of my head, or just the him being with someone else and then I be on a date not having a good time (laughs) or you know just constant dates where you're like i feel nothing like i was just so frustrated to be like feeling nothing for these people and then you get in your head of you're like when am i gonna feel for anyone again and uh yeah i don't really know how to wrap up this no i mean i think that's like i said it is so relatable Mm. um and i think i have absolutely been there too of like Part, I mean, part of the dating funk that I've been in, honestly, has yeah. been like, I don't even feel motivated to go out on dates because I'm just like, feel like I'm not interested in people. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, after all these things happen, you get the fucking TikTok algorithm that makes you want to throw your phone. That it's just like, oh, he does this for you. He's still not your boyfriend. Oh, he does this for you. Still not calling you his girlfriend. I'm like, fuck off, TikTok. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me heal, you know? Get out of here. Show me some food or something. Show yeah, right. Else. That was a tough recovery. That I, I almost feel like now the TikToks that pop up, I'm like, Oh, I never, I thought I understood this point of view. I'm like, oh, now I do. Now I'm the person that's like, I don't want to hear this, but I need to hear it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Deeply understood. Noted with thanks. Yeah. So we have a a lot more questions, but I feel like we've been going for quite some time now, but I feel like we've like, I think we've actually answered a lot of the questions that people had. I mean, truly most of the questions are just getting to know you, right? And like understanding like... how you approach things and how, like how you think through things and kind of like what your background with dating has been. And I think we did a lot of that through the course of talking about Mm -hmm. both of those guys and those situations. Yep. Those are my, those are my significant ones. So, um, but Uh yeah, we can immediately talk more about it next week. We don't actually have a topic for next week, which we need to chat about. (laughs) Um, but we can talk about some of this too. And, you know, I think one of the things that I was reflecting on and when you were talking about how eggs Benedict was like, you know, the first person that you, you know, kind of considered your boyfriend, et cetera. Yeah. I think something that I think will be really relatable for the listeners is we do get a lot of questions and we have a lot of people in our listenership who feel like they are quote unquote behind in terms of uh, not having had a relationship. And I'm using air quotes on purpose because I think it's it's just based on what society yeah. tells you is when you should have certain milestones. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. But like I think being able to to hear from somebody who, mm-hmm. ha, you know, didn't have a like somebody that they were calling their boyfriend until, again, quote unquote, a little bit later. Right. 
is super valuable. And, yeah. you know, be, I think people will be able to really relate to that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I hate the thing when people are like, is it a red flag that they've never had a serious relationship? And it's like, look, no matter your gender or whatever you identify as or whoever you date, you're gay, straight, whatever. It's like that that doesn't mean that's on me. No. Not at all. Like I was like, I don't I don't look at the fact that I haven't had a long, serious relationship as I'm a commitment phobe or have a commitment problem. I was like, if anything, I'm like, I feel like I've only dated commitment problem people. Yeah. So like I haven't ever felt like it was me or I would be very hurt if someone was like, well, that's a red flag about you. I'd be like, really? Like as if I never wanted one or was trying to have one. Right. Like what? But no, I very much get it. And I co-signed the whole feeling behind, I guess, sometimes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we will uh, continue to learn more about you as we go. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Uh, hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah. And we'll talk <laughs> shortly. Yes. I don't know how to sign this off when we're still here in person and I'm not hanging up. Uh, but we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>